0: grace Berger departed bloomington this season with a big 10 title and the hoosiers is one of the top teams in the nation is that enough to make her the best ever to don the cream and crimson you are locked on hoosiers your daily podcast on the indiana hoosiers part of the locked on podcast network your team every day What is up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked on Hoosiers on this Friday. I want to thank you guys for making us your first listen every single day or your first watch. As always, shout out to you guys. I don't know that we're going to be able to get to 1,000 subscribers by the end of this week unless you guys go absolutely crazy on this video. I know you guys can. I've seen it before. Please, if you haven't, subscribe to Locked on Hoosiers on YouTube. We are this close to 1,000 subscribers. We'll get there next week, but it'd be really cool if we could cap off this week with 1,000 subscribers. There's not much in terms of transfer news. I know we've been kind of talking about that a bit. Cormac Ryan, who the Hoosiers really just kind of reached out to, committed to North Carolina on Thursday. IU didn't even like really strongly get involved with him. So, outside of that, there wasn't much to talk about. We'd previously scrapped this episode earlier in the week, but I want to talk about Grace Berger. She deserves her, her own episode. She's going to get it on today. Uh, w- probably the best ever to wear cream and crimson in the women's basketball program history. Just one of the flat out best, period. Uh, men or women. Let's talk about her season. It wasn't gaudy statistically when kind of comparing her. Her and Trace Jackson Davis leave two very lasting legacies in Bloomington, but very different. Trace's was this season dominated by individual achievement, kind of dragging the team along with him as best as he could. Grace's is probably what Trace wanted in terms of, She was there in big moments. She could step up when absolutely needed, but ultimately she was exactly the type of senior leader you want leading this team to an outright Big Ten title. History. The first in in the uh, history of the program winning a Big Ten title outright. It was only the second Big Ten title period. This was a hell of a year to do it. This was arguably as good as the Big Ten's ever been. Iowa made the national title game. Ohio State and Maryland were phenomenal all season long. The Hoosiers were the best of the bunch during the regular season. And Grace was a huge reason for that. Like I said, this was exactly the type of season you would want from a fifth-year senior. Someone that's been around the block, that's done everything, and brought with her kind of that coolness, that calmness. Statistically, it wasn't her best season ever. 12.9 points is the fewest she averaged since her freshman year. She did set a career high in assists per game. She was asked to be a bit more of a a point guard. And with Nicole Cardano Hillary, with Allie Patberg departing, Grace moved into that point guard role a lot more and excelled. Her rebounds went down from previous seasons. Her assists went up and... She was what IU needed her to be this season. They didn't need Grace to be uh, only a bucket getter. They needed her to set the table offensively and provide this team with ball handling and playmaking. And like I said, a general calmness. And for that reason, I think there's probably a pretty good argument that she was the most valuable player this season. Um, Maybe not not even maybe she wasn't like the best that was McKenzie and McKenzie was really, really good all season long, but in terms of like valuable, like hardest to replace that type of argument, there's an, there's a pretty good argument for it being grace. The Hoosiers got by without her, but I would say got by is what they did without her. Their only loss in the regular season came uh, without her. To Michigan State, they grinded through some games, needed overtime in some games. It wasn't always pretty in those games without Grace. I think that showed how important she was to this team and how much they needed her. I guess they did lose at Iowa in the regular season. I guess I must have just blocked that one out. But that Michigan State loss was followed by an overtime Nebraska win. Uh, like I said, just kind of grinding some results out without her and doing what they needed to do. Winning at Penn State, it wasn't pretty. That game started out ugly as well. And the Hoosiers rebounded and came away with the win. So I thought that that stretch really showed how important Grace was to this team. They needed her, but they didn't need her, like I said, to come in and score. She deferred to others. She set people up. Uh, She still knew when to step in in the big moments. And when the moment called for her, She was there ready to deliver. That Iowa game is the one I think it's going to live in a lot of people's minds. That moment called for Grace Berger to take over and deliver on a big stage, and she did. 26 points, uh, 10 of 20 shooting, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, her best game of the season, and in the biggest game of the season, of the regular season. She played 39 minutes in that game. Like I said, IU needed her, and she always had a great feel of those moments, of when she needed to take over, when she needed to go get a bucket, when she needed to carry this team a little bit. She tried to do it in the Ohio State game. She tried to do it in the Miami game Uh, down the stretch. Grace didn't want to end her season, her career like that. She missed a, a floater late in the game that probably will haunt her for a little bit but ultimately in all the big moments grace was right in the middle of them that's what you want your senior leader to be to be present to be involved in all those moments and she delivered time and time again fortunately that injury she had wasn't one that kept her out the whole season nor was it one that really impacted her when she came back she was still able to play at a high level and at least she got the plot it she deserved in helping this program win a big 10 title because 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 of that she's going to have a lasting legacy that might be the greatest in program history we're going to debate that and look at just what that legacy is that she leaves in bloomington now before we do that Something exciting is coming to built.com tomorrow. I don't have all the details yet, but the excitement is real. Something you guys don't want to miss. If you know how built works, they have the most incredible protein bars in the world. And they have, they do these amazing flavor drops with unreal flavors in limited quantity. So mark your calendars and head to built.com tomorrow, Saturday, April 22nd to be the first one to discover what all this hype is about. I cannot wait to see what this new flavor is. Make sure you use promo code Locked On Fifteen. You'll get fifteen percent off your order. Thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. Every Dayers, uh, you've been with us throughout the week as we've gotten the latest for you on transfer rumors and reports and news, as well as talking about Trace Jackson Davis and his legacy in Bloomington. We'll be we'll continue next week. Continue talking about transfer news think it'll probably heat up. The Hoosiers have some recruiting to do in the next couple of weeks, so I think it'll heat up once again. Also, be sure to check out Locked On's NFL Mock Draft special. It's here and Bigger Than Ever. Follow along all 32 teams' picks in a six-episode Ultimate Mock Draft. Uh, only Locked On. It's one that only Locked On can deliver. All the episodes are available now on Locked On NFL Draft on YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts. So I'm going to be a Hoosier drafted in the first round, but I'm sure a lot of you guys will want to hear what the Colts are going to do at the quarterback position. Whatever your team may be, these guys have you covered. Is Grace the greatest in program history? It's a short list that she's on. Tyra Buss was up there kind of in her own company for quite a while. She was the one that had delivered this team to its highest heights. Her and Amanda Cahill for a long time hanging that NIT banner. In Assembly Hall. Tyra still is the all time leader in points. That might come down uh, with McKenzie this year. I'll have to look how close she is at some point during the summer, but still the all time leader in points. I would say it's kind of a three person argument right now. Maybe a fourth with Amanda Cahill, but I think it's Grace, Tyra, and McKenzie Holmes. I, this is probably only an argument for this year because if McKenzie just repeats what she did last year, she'll honestly kind of be a runaway for the best player in program history back-to-back first team all american selections like that's a best player in program history for most programs but this season i think i would probably there's might be some recency bias baked into this i would say grace is the best in program history she was the one that delivered this team to its highest heights ever it's not a coincidence that i use rise has coincided with grace Berger being in bloomington it hasn't entirely been her by any means. Terry Morin has been there every step of the way. And she is the one that has ultimately been most responsible, excuse me, for bringing uh, this program as as far as it's come. But Grace has been right there alongside her from day one, really. Grace has been there right alongside her. She's the one that has made IU relevant, not just in a Big Ten discussion, but in a national discussion. We could sit there this season and debate IU is among the best teams in the country. And a large, large, large part of that is because of Grace. I I think the we talked about her ability to kind of fit in how IU needed her this year. That is part of what makes her so special. Is last year she was asked to do a different role entirely. She was needed as a scorer. She averaged a career high in points, sixteen point two. She wasn't really asked to play make. She uh, didn't really need to have the ball in her hands in terms of playmaking near as much. And IU found success with that. And then this season, they switched the roll around. She doesn't need to rebound as much. She needs to play make more. She doesn't need to score as much. And the result is, as a team, IU taking its biggest leap yet? It's interesting just looking at some of the advanced numbers. Her usage rate actually went down this season. I would say that's probably because usage rate is just a measure of how many possessions An estimate of the percentage of possessions that end with you on the floor, whether it's via assist or scoring. Grace had a lot of pass leading to the pass type of plays, whereas last season she had a lot of taking the shot type of plays. That's kind of a rough estimate of why I think it went down, because her assist rate skyrocketed, her rebound percentage dropped, her free throw rate dropped. Her three-point rate went up a little bit, but she was more efficient than she ever has been, and that's just a testament to her doing what was needed, and that is a valuable skill set, being this kind of malleable player that can fill in multiple roles and do what this program needed. She was as important as she's ever been. That didn't change this season, even if her role did. IU needed her. But I just think that malleability, is that a word? It might be a word. Uh, being as malleable as she was is part of the reason why I think she's the best player this program has seen. The most talented player. IU needed her to do different things throughout her career, and she was always right there, ready to do it. I think the other big thing with her is she chose IU when it wasn't cool. Like, I, I don't even know necessarily how quote unquote cool it is now. I think the Hoosiers are going to be in discussions with a lot of top in state recruits, which hasn't always happened with Indiana. But when she chose Indiana, Indiana wasn't they weren't even really that relevant in the Big Ten. Uh the season prior to her joining, they were twenty three and fourteen. Terry Morin was here, but they finished seventh in the Big Ten. They were twenty one and thirteen her freshman year and 10th in the Big 10. It wasn't until after that that they started to kind of rise up the Big 10 rankings and then the the national rankings. So she saw something with this campus, this staff with Terry Moran, with this team, with this program that she liked, and then she came here and put in the work and became a tremendous player a tremendous asset to this team and a tremendous person along the way. I'm incredibly excited to see her with the fever, probably going to buy season tickets. If I'm being honest, because of Grace Berger. and I'm just excited at the fact that she gets to stay close to home. Uh, Even if home for her, isn't specifically Indiana, it's uh, this area, the Midwest area. So excited to see that. But, let me know. Do you think she's the best in program history? There's a very short list that she's on. I might have forgotten some people, but considering what she has helped this program become, which isn't necessarily a tangible thing, though there is a Big Ten title to point to and hold, and that is tangible, but what she's helped this, elevate this program into is kind of intangible, but I think is... Um, the biggest positive mark on her resume. If you speak about what this, about whether she's the best, this program seen because of all that, she is going to be tough to replace next season. We'll discuss how the Hoosiers can go about that. Who might be stepping up and how you replace what Grace Berger did last season. We'll do all that here in a moment. So, IU kind of got a taste of what it's going to take to replace Grace Berger mid-season this year. It's a challenge. I mean, we we spoke about it. it IU didn't look great without her. Um, they won. They were still good. They weren't uh, top two in the country good during that stretch. They got a little lucky in some regards that they had what ultimately ended up being a pretty favorable schedule for that stretch. And so they, but now that I I think this roster is kind of aware of what they're going to have to do to replace her. IU needed her as this calming force, as this floor general, as someone to set up the offense. They really miss that without her. There were a lot of times I thought, when IU was without grace that things just kind of look frantic on the offensive end there, there wasn't as much control over the game or the offense as when grace was out there. And that's what you're going to have to replace again. That's an intangible thing that really isn't like a, a thing that you can, um, like it's, you just have to have this feel for the game. Like, and so a lot of that is having leadership, veterans out there. They'll have that. Scalia is going to be in her final year of eligibility. Chloe Moore McNeil's been around the block for a long time. So is Sydney Paris. She'll be comfortable in Bloomington now, fully kind of part of this program now. Yarden Gar- uh, Garzon. I think that there'll be a fair amount of more playmaking from her next season. So that takes off some of that burden. But when you're talking about being that floor general, being that calming nature, it's going to have to fall on the shoulders of players like Chloe Moore McNeil, Parrish, Scalia, people like that. You have a lot of people that are going to step up in different ways to replace statistically what she brought to the table. We mentioned those people. Lexis Bargasser is going to get, more minutes next season. Um, you have freshmen coming in that are Gatorade State Players of the Year and Miss Illinois and Miss and so like you have talented freshmen coming in. You have I think the statistical part of it covered. It's going to be the other stuff that you can't really quantify. That was a word I was looking for earlier. You can't really quantify what the the leadership part of what she brought to the table. That's what's gonna be hardest to to replace you can look in the transfer portal uh that's going to be hard to do as well though because it's hard for someone to come in and be a leader of a team that they are just meeting so i think it's going to have to come within it to a certain degree you're just not going to be able to replace what she did um grace had a sense of knowing what the moment called for Whether it called for her to do something, to get to the mid-range and score, to get to the basket and draw a foul, to set up a pick-and-roll for McKenzie, to get her a uh, post-touch, things that you expect a point guard to know, she did. That's hard to replace. Uh, Those types of things are years in the making. I think Chloe Moore McNeil could be someone like that, but that's going to be a big step up for her. She took a big step forward as a ball handler this season, and she was the one that assumed a lot of those duties when Grace went down. It's an even bigger burden that might be placed on her next season to be that point guard and be that ball handler and be that person to do all those things. She can do it, but it's, it's a tough task to fill the holes left or the shoes left by Grace Berger. You're not going to totally replace her. You have a lot of talented players that, as a collective, might be able to do so, but grace is going to be missed, man. There was uh, there were very few players, men's or women's, that I enjoyed watching as much as her. There was just a smoothness to her game that she was an absolute joy to watch. It felt like she could get anywhere on the court she needed or wanted to to get that mid-range jumper, and there aren't a lot of players that have that ability. So I'll miss watching her do it for the Hoosiers. I'm excited to watch her do it for the Fever. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. Every day is next week on the show. We will have the latest in transfer recruiting and high school recruiting. That, I think, will all kick back up again over the weekend. We'll get you caught up with that on Monday. Let me know in the comments below in the reviews on iTunes. If you guys aren't an day or if you're tuning in every day, let me know. I want to see all that uh, love and support from you guys. Follow us on Twitter. If you haven't already at LO underscore Hoosier subscribe and leave that rating. Let me, letting me know you're an everydayer. leave a review while you're doing it, but appreciate all the love and support you guys have given. Couldn't have imagined ever getting to these heights and we're still growing. We ain't stopping here. So Hope everybody has a terrific weekend. And as always, guys, LEO.